0: Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Okay, everyone. This is our new podcast, Red Card. Now, let's. We, this is the first episode we've ever done. This is our pilot for this podcast. Woo! Yep, Spencer, cheer him on. I'm Tyson Moore. I'm Spencer. And this is Red Card. Yep. And so here's the expectations. We're just gonna make a few things clear right out the gates. One. This This is is about soccer. Yeah, it's about soccer. It's about football, okay? European football. And a little bit of American thrown in there if we feel like it. Which will probably be pretty rare because, let's be real, MLS is not on this level of quality. Another very important point to get just real clear in your guys' minds. I'm an Atleti fan. Spencer is a Tottenham fan. Yeah, I get depressed on a weekly basis. I finish third. Anyways... La Liga and Premier League are the two best leagues. That order is very debated, but La is the best. Um, we'll talk about both of those no, leagues not. more than the others. Then we'll talk about Bundesliga a little bit. A little bit about Italian Serie A. And in no way, shape, or form are we going to mention League 1. Yeah, the Farmers League that only play on Sundays. Yeah, Sunday's league. Sunday mm-hmm. league. Yeah. Um, yep. There's one team in that league, and that's it. We will mention them if somebody's transferring to the better leagues. Like Mbappe to Liverpool. Mm. Breaking the news here first. Breaking the news here first. Yep, I I was texting Mbappe last night, and he told me he wants to go to Real Madrid. No. No one wants to go to Real Madrid. Everybody wants to go to Real Madrid. They have no money. Anyways, so just so we get this actual podcast started now, Spencer, what happened to Tottenham yesterday? Hmm. Do we have to talk about it? Yeah, let's explain it real quick. How about you explain it specifically? Well, Tottenham took the lead. Early in the first half. What was it, like 25th minute? Yeah, 25th, 28th. Lucas Mora, solid goal. I mean, you know. It's a goal. It's a goal. It wasn't like good or bad. Who were they playing? Tight. Newcastle. Home of DeAndre Yedlin. U.S. International. Bad. Yeah, kind of a bust in the Premier League, if I'm being honest. But, um, yeah, thought we had the one nothing win. What happened around the end of the game? Well, the ref added extra time, and that was the first mistake. Yeah? Because uh, in extra time, Eric Dyer got called for a handball that was really a bullcrap call. Why was that? Because it wasn't a handball. Why not? I I get that you don't think it was a handball, but like, why wasn't it a handball? I mean, I guess you could say it was a handball. Yeah, his arm touched the ball. But... The position that he's in making, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, yeah, So let's set the scene. So it's a deep, it's like a cross, okay? And Dyer and a Newcastle defender are jumping up, okay? It goes yeah. off the head of Dyer, I believe. No, it goes off the head, of, off the the head of the Newcastle player. Dyer's looking the opposite direction, right? And it hits, it rolls off his arm. Yeah, it hits the back of his arm. He's not. He doesn't even know what's happening. But it happened in the box. It's entirely inadvertent. But it happened in the box, and why is that important, Spencer? Because VAR sucks. No, why is it important that it happened in the box in a 1-0 game? Because that's a penalty shot by letter of the law, which no one really knows what the letter of the law is at this point. That's true. They flip-flop handball calls every week. Yeah. And so, bar calls. anyways, Newcastle got a penalty. Jose just walked off the field. Can't Before blame Before they even shot the penalty, Jose said, Jose Mourinho... Manager extraordinaire. Ah, the goat. Walked out of the game. He just said, straight up left. It. I'm like, well, I don't blame you. I'm getting screwed by our VAR all the time. Newcastle converts their shot. 1 1. Forces the draw. Split points. You Garbage. think those uh Garbage. You think those points are going to come back to bite you? I have no idea, but I'm really irritated. And I mean, I didn't think it was a handball or it shouldn't have been called a penalty. Right. Apparently, everyone else thought the same thing. The right. announcers on the game, we listened to ESPN FC, yeah. and they were like, that's not a penalty. I was reading all these articles that were like, that's not a penalty. Yeah. Mourinho said it wasn't a penalty. Even the, opposing the Newcastle manager, manager yeah, Newcastle's they manager, got, they got kind of hosed. I'm like, oh, great, so yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, because Newcastle has to say that because they know they're going to get a call that goes the other way at some point in the future. So not only did we get hosed by virtual refereeing which is supposed to help the game but has somehow just made it Only worse. Only hurt. Only hurt. Um Huneman song is injured. Hamstring injury will be out for in a very important fixture. What fixture. Multiple fixtures. Yeah, but the most important one this week. Um well he'll be out for the League Cup round of sixteen against Chelsea. He will be out for the Europa League playoff to qualify for the group stage against Macabi Haifa. Ayeefa, yeah. I don't some, know some some Israel team. Yeah, they're Israeli, and he'll be also them without Sun. He'll also miss the Man United game next Sunday. Then we go into the international break for two weeks, but he'll miss three of the biggest games of the year already. Yeah, and and he's our leading scorer. He had yeah. four goals against uh, Southampton last week. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. I mean, he's not like some no name player. I mean, he's one of your best players. Him and Kane are yeah, and Even I mean though FIFA sits them on the bench if you just play as their default roster. We don't have uh, Gareth Bale ready yet, and he's not going to be ready according to Mourinho until after the international break. Do you think that this is going to force him to get ready? I have no idea what they're going to do. I don't know if like and needs to move up the field. I don't know if Bergwijn needs to get more minutes. I do you don't think really they? Know. Do you think they might Maybe put LaSelto, a second striker? They need a second striker. You think they put Los Celso as the second striker? I have no idea. Giovanni Los Celso? I mean, I watch this team and they don't even score, so I don't really know what the point of having a striker is at all. Right, like why... I mean, tra- I mean to be fair, Tottenham did have a pretty good transfer window, snagging Bale and... Um, didn't they get James Rodriguez? No. Who Who gave... Where did Real ship him away to for free? Everton. Everton, there you go. Yeah, and Everton's at the top of the table. Yeah. When's the last time we said that? So, yeah, Tottenham got boned by VAR, and I'm, I'm with you. I think it was a handball, or I think it was a bad call, sorry. It was a bad handball call. Terrible. Terrible. But what would you say to critics that say, you should be up by more than one goal at all times. You shouldn't have let it got that close in the first place. That's stupid because that's not how soccer works. Yeah, a 1-0 one, lead is a significant lead. That's like having a two-touchdown lead in football. Just weird things happen. For some reason, it's always VAR for Tottenham, and, or at least Jose. Yeah. It's really Anyways. unfortunate. So yeah, Tottenham—they eh, should win that Europa League playoff, I would assume. Yeah, hopefully. even without Son. But the match against Chelsea—I don't gonna know tough. what they're going to do against Chelsea because they're probably going to need like their full squad or most of their first teamers against the Maccabi Haifa because they got to get to the group stage. So I don't know if they're just going to like bail on the League Cup, even though. Jose's like, oh, we need to take all the competitions seriously, which is true because they haven't won a trophy since two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Right. But right. at the same time with all the fixture congestion, I don't know how you work that out. Right. But I mean, if there's ever a team that's looking vulnerable right now, do you think Chelsea's looking vulnerable? I mean, considering what happened this I mean, yesterday? Kind of? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they played West Brom, who's garbage. Bad. Just throwing that out there. Sorry. If you've never heard of them and they're in the Premier League? Like there's a reason you've never heard of them. West Bromwich Albion. Don't Bad. know what that is. Where that is. Somewhere in England, I think. Maybe. Um. So they were up three nothing at halftime. West Brom was up three up nothing. Yeah, and uh, Chelsea came back and drew three three. Yeah, that says something about both teams. First yeah, off, Chelsea. Off. Why are you in a 3-0 hole against West Brom? Second, mm-hmm. I, give some kudos for coming back from a three zero deficit. Right, yeah, like you roar back, that's some—that's way to show never quit, even though you probably should have won that. If, I mean, if you're capable of scoring three goals in a half, you should be at least able to get one up in the first half, you know? Yeah, so... I think that's like, for me, that's a mark against Chelsea instead of a bonus. I mean, yeah, they have faith and confidence in their strikers, but they should, they've paid a bajillion dollars to get them. Yeah, they have a lot of money, and they have spent a lot of money on Kai Havertz and Timo Werner, and they really just need a goalie. Yeah. They Madden. signed a couple. I think they signed a goalie. I can't remember what his name is, but they got to get Keppa out of there. He's awful. Brooks Keppa is literally worse than David de Gea. Well, mm. nah, that's up for debate. It's a pretty. It's, it's it's a tie between David de Gea, Brooks Keppa, and the goalpost, the crossbar. And the goalpost is better than both of them, probably. Um, now, there's an interesting stat about that. Uh, about that West Brom game. Why don't you read that, Spence? Uh, so. Chelsea is the first Premier League team since West Ham nine years ago, February 2011, to avoid defeat after trailing by three or more at the half. That game was also featuring West Brom. Way to go. (laughs) So West Brom has that distinction. Also, we were mentioning how Chelsea let up three goals in the first half, which is just terrible, especially for a team to finish in the top four. Stop giving up that many goals. Um, They've conceded the most Premier League goals since the start of last year on the road. 42. Right, right. That's and a lot. They've been conceding tons of goals lately. I mean, even in the Champions League, when they got knocked out, they were conceding. No, oh, I mean, they are playing. Who are they playing in Champions League? I don't even remember it. I try to block Champions League out of my mind. I'm an Atletico fan. Uh, I mean, I just remember quick stats and info. Go. Chelsea didn't they give up like an aggregate eight or something like that? I think it's because they played, like Bayern. I'm pretty sure they did play Bayern. That's probably why. I mean, I can't blame you. Well, I mean, yep. <laughs> Bayern. Bayern. Yeah, they gave up how many aggregate goals? Well, that's one round. Why is this only one round? I don't know. It's showing three, at least three goals on Bayern. Chelsea side. versus Bayern. How about that? Yeah, try that. Try that. Gotta love how specific Google wants you to be nowadays, right? It's just ridiculous. I mean, to find out information, they gotta show you information. It was seven-one on aggregate to Bayern. Seven-one. So chelsea's been conceding goals also guys. just randomly like it's because of covid but check this out leg one of the round of 16 took place in february <laughs> yeah leg two of the round of 16 took place in august i mean you gotta saying. give them time to prepare i mean i'm just these saying these managers I mean, need time to prepare that's unfortunate yeah i know I feel really really like that momentum really hurt a lot of teams so yeah all so. right but chelsea i mean looking very weak I mean, if they're going to try to make it to anywhere in the Premier League or Champions League, I mean, I think I don't think that they have a chance to win the title this no. year the Premier League. No, top four. Top four. They should be top four. Even because, I mean, if you can score three goals a game, you should be top four no matter what. Well, and they spent all that money, and they were top four last year. This should be fine. So all that money is going to take them from fourth to fourth. Leicester City. How about that? Oh, okay. So, How about that? So Leicester City is led by goalkeeper... Casper Schmeichel. Best name in FIFA. Schmeichel. Schmeichel! That is S C H Michael. He is. Three. What is he? Danish or something? Yeah, Danish or or Swedish or Dutch or Brazilian, maybe? I don't know. Schmeichel. Casper Schmeichel. I got a know Schmeichel. He is Danish. Danish. Can confirm. He's also 33. Also, very good looking man. Don't worry about it, guys. So Leicester beat Man City yesterday five to two. Now I don't know if you guys know this, but Man City is a good team. They won. Well, last year they finished in second. It was a distant second, right? right. But still, but second, they gained a lot whatever. of momentum towards the end, and they were looking in good form. And they won the previous two titles before last year. So, yeah. Yeah, and so they lost too five to two. Yeah, Leicester only had 28% of the possession, and yet they conceded five goals. Mm -hmm. Jamie Vardy had a hat trick with two penalties. And all I'm going to say is all of those were penalties, and Man City was being absolutely stupid. Very stupid penalties. I mean, they gave up really bad penalties in the box. I mean, Vardy's running down with the ball, and he just gets shoved from behind. He gets grabbed by the waist on the other penalty. Just stupid, stupid defending. Unnecessary errors, like... No wonder they scored 5 cuz you guys are dumb. Right. And Pep should have uh should have some experience against this. I mean, this is the first time in his entire career as a manager that a team has scored 5 goals against him. He's played or he's managed I mean, 686 games. Yeah, he's managed 686 games and let's see. I mean, he's he's one of the top managers in the world, there's no doubt about that. Absolutely. He's won every trophy you can win at Man City minus the Champions League so far. He's managed Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and Man City, and he's never seen five goals. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean he's played in good competition. Yeah, so and this is a big deal, and those he wouldn't have conceded five goals if his players weren't being absolute idiots. First team in Premier League history to convert three penalty kicks in one game, Lester. Yeah. So, now to be fair, Man City was injured, but it wasn't on their defense. It was Sergio Aguero and Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, they're missing a good amount of players. They've been injured at the beginning of the season, but... I mean, what's your excuse when you have, like, two teams' worth worth of players on your... uh. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous that Man City spends all this money just to... So much money. Just to lose to Leicester. So, also, random fact with Man City, that's 10 losses in 36 Premier League games, which is not even a full season of Premier League. There's 38 in a Premier League season. Liverpool only has 10 losses in 128 games. Liverpool's on another level. So clearly Liverpool is pulling ahead of the rest of the league right now. Not if Man U has anything to say about it. Mm. Why don't you describe Man U for a Spencer? Oh, so you know how West Ham... Or not West Ham, gosh. Tottenham got absolutely hosed by VAR. Man U continues to be the beneficiary of this bogus system, drawing yet another penalty which they led all of the European leagues in last year, mm-hmm. penalties drawn. Especially by VAR as well. I mean, it was and a very noticeable amount by VAR. The game was over. The, the final whistle so literally Literally the had final blown. whistle had blown, and VAR was communicating with the head official and was saying, hey, you need to go look at this. They went and looked at it. It was a penalty. Whatever. Yeah, And the, the game was tied. The game was tied. The t- game was technically over. Yeah, the game the game finished in a draw and a two I mean, two draw with gods, Brighton, yeah. which is not good. VAR decided, you know what, like man, you can't lose to Brighton. Let's go give them a penalty to save their season. I mean, it was a penalty, but, but it's after the final whistle. I mean, at that point, you. I mean, it's like in the NBA finals. If Game Seven is over, one team won, and you are like, actually, we're going to go back. You guys get two free throws. Like it's it's ridiculous. It's weird, but. Um, they won 3-2. They escaped. I mean, Solstar said, oh, we need four or five games to get into form, which why? I, I mean, VAR is going to make that into two. I don't know why they need four or five games. They just played in Europa League like a month ago. Right. It's not like we're coming off a long break. I mean, geez. Weird, but okay. Whatever. Make excuses for finishing third. Barely. But um, so interesting <laughs> tidbit on that one. Um, David De Gea, the Man U goalkeeper and Spanish international. Oh, no. He struggles. He's, he's, he's was, so bad. He was so good just like three years ago. Well, this year, the goalpost has as many stops of opponent shots as David De Gea. Five. What the David De Gea? <laughs> I think it's great. Spencer came up with that, by the way. Yeah, I know. And I'm, De Gea. I'm going to like trademark that. So oh, yeah, no. David De Gea is useless piece of garbage. So, I mean, we're done with our Premier League segment, so we'll be back in just a moment, and we'll uh, move on to La Liga. All right guys, we're back, and we're cooking, because now we're going to talk about La Liga. Yeah. And this I don't is, watch this league. I love Mostly. La Liga. Mostly. La Liga is so fun because of the quick movement of the game. I mean, in English football, it's more like a chess match, where they're moving players up the board or up the field, the pitch, and they're kicking it, you know. But La Liga is all about, like, quick passes and one-on-one play. Like, if you can get to a one-on-one, that's that's the La Liga's ideal situation. Yee. So, what are you going to talk about first? You're going to uh, talk about one of the top three. I'm going to talk about Atletico first. I'm an Atletico fan, and they won against Granada 6 to 1. It's Granada. I mean, Granada fan. seven to that story. Two. We can move on now. Mm-mm. No, no. So, listen to this. It's Granada. So, just so you guys know, in the transfer window, Atletico sent away Alvaro Morata. Thank heavens. I okay, didn't really like him. I mean, he wow. didn't play horribly. Trashing your former players. How nice. I mean, he didn't. He got paid too much for what he did. I mean, he had like nine goals last year. That's not good. It's well, better than Diego Costa's been the last two years. That is true, but Zhao Felix also wasn't playing well last year. Costa wasn't no, doing great he was last year. I mean, terrible last year. Really bad. But this year, I'm I'm just excited because they looked great. I mean, lots of ball movement. Zhao Felix had an assist and a goal. So, good start um, for Zhao because he did not for he did not play well, especially at the end of last yeah. year after the restart. Whew. He mm-hmm. was bad, and he looked confident with the ball at his feet, which is something important. I mean, the kid's like twenty twenty one. Yeah, he's not very old. He's not old. He's from Portugal, and he is phenomenal. He has so much potential. And debatable. No, he has so no, much. No, I'm potential. just kidding. He has potential, um, but he's, he's definitely not the next Ronaldo. Like not have the said, next Ronaldo, but... but he might be the next best Portuguese player, which is good enough for me. I mean, sure. But I guess. Anyways, so he he looked confident with the ball at his feet. The whole team did. Passing was great. Marcos Llorente scored um and so did Diego Costa off of a header off of a perfectly placed pass. I mean, it, it the ball control and passing looked great. Turns out Diego Costa is not completely useless. Yeah, not not useless. But he everybody gave I mean, this is the real important bit. It's 4-1. Or it's 4-0. In the 70th minute, okay? And in comes Luis Suarez from Who Marco cheated Luna. on an Italian citizenship test. Probably. <laughs> and avoided paying his taxes. Yep. And bit people at the World Cup. Yep. Hey, Diego Costa kicks people. They got some great characters at Atleti. Oh, yeah. We're a stand-up team. <laughs> um, no, but this... Luis Suarez, this man has the audacity to enter the game in the 70th minute and score a brace and get an assist. I mean, he scored two goals. Solid goals, good goals, and an assist. I mean the team looked great, and afterwards Simeone and a lot of the players said, Yeah, it's a different energy with Suarez coming in. We feel better. They also played up a lot more than they usually do. I mean, Suarez, I Suarez is a goal scorer and he's a proven winner. Guy mm-hmm. won a lot at Barca. So it's a good pickup. I mean Very good. it is just a one year deal, I believe. Yeah, it's one I year. Mean, he six is million, getting older. But please come million. to MLS. When you're finished. I mean, Man City would have paid $60 million for him. No. No, they would have. They would have offered him $60 million. They would have offered Messi a billion dollars. Probably. 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 That Speaking almost happened. Messi, <laughs> he's a fraud. Fraud. Messi is a fraud. Internationally, fraud. So Messi and Barcelona played Unbelievable. Villarreal. And they won 4-0. to I mean, Okay, great, whatever. Who fun. does this guy think he is? Um who does he think he is? He thinks here's who he thinks he is. He thinks he's Ansu Fati. He thinks he's the goat, but he's so, not because that's Ronaldo. There's a seventeen year old on Barcelona called Ansu or called, named Ansu Fati. He's pretty good. Um he's from Guinea, I think. And then moved to Spain when he was a really young kid. Grew up in Spain, plays now for Barcelona. Okay. Yeah. He's seventeen. He scored two goals. He opened the he opened the game with a brace, okay? Two really good goals, by the way. I mean, one right inside the box with a lot of power that just went right by Villarreal's goalkeeper. No idea who that is. Don't care. Um, He scores two goals, and then he draws a penalty. And what happens? So bad. Messi takes a penalty. Jerk. Such a messy thing to do, let's be real. Jerk. To be clear, Messi's great, whatever, fine. Don't take the penalty away from the 17-year-old about to have a hat trick in his debut. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't his debut. It's his debut.
1: It was not his debut. It is his
0: debut. You can't score a brace in a, in a game as a seventeen-year-old and not call it your debut. It was, it was his breakout game, that's for sure. Nah, he's had other games like that, but he got hosed by Messi. Yeah, he should have had. And his I first guarantee entry. you, Messi wasn't even thinking about that. No, he's like, I got to get on the score sheet. All the people I'm behind are behind gonna... Ronaldo by four goals all yeah. time. Ridiculous. But here is the problem, Messi. I mean, th- this team, which normally forces everything through Messi, um. He to related it to basketball. They it's like James Harden where they have to work everything through him. He wasn't that good. No, he didn't play well and they didn't force the ball to him, which he made had, the team better. He didn't have an assist technically, but when they got that own goal the the mm-hmm. one that forced the own goal, right, he did yeah. play that through ball, but like for the most part, yeah, he was it was a beautiful stale. through ball. Beautiful through ball, but I mean they didn't he didn't do a lot. No, um not really. It's kind of, it's kind of stale out right. there. And there's actually a moment where they're driving down the down the pitch. It's a three-on-two. you got three Barcelona guys. Um, Messi was on the right wing, and oh, I can't remember who. I, maybe it was Fati. It was Fati. Fati's got a break. He's making a great run. And he's going down, and he's open. And Messi's open, but Fati's in a better situation, and they pass it to Fati instead of just doing the easy thing and kicking it to Messi. And Messi kind of looked deflated after that. I mean, no one really knows what Messi's thinking. I, he doesn't even want to be there. As far as I'm understanding. As far as anybody can understand. So he's just there. Just existing. Right. So I don't think he cares. But yeah, whatever. No, no. Um, the other team that you're defending La Liga champions. Real Madrid looks very eh. I mean, they started off the season with a 0-0 draw to Sociedad. Yep, that was weird. Who? I mean, they're not like a horrible team, but like no, Real they, Madrid's supposed they to be a war for Europa team. League last year and they finished sixth. Right. And they're not bad. Yeah, and it's an opener, you know, it's a... You got to get your legs under you. But it's worrying to see a 0-0 draw if you're Real Madrid, especially when it's followed up by a 3-2 win over Betis, but one of those goals was an own goal from Betis. Yeah. um, I wouldn't say that was a great game for Real Madrid. They've had two games in the league, and I'm not impressed with either of them. I mean, Spencer was sharing this with me yesterday, and this is just kind of glaring. Last season... Sergio Ramos was at, or, um, Real's leading goal scorer. Second leading. Or second leading. He's a defender. Mind. That's problematic. Yeah, Kareem Benzema. He's a 34-year-old defender who just is known for getting yellow and red cards all over the mm-hmm. place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's if he's your second leading goal scorer and your other one is a 95-year-old striker. Kareem Benzema. I mean, I love the guy. He's a beast, but... Eh, he is kind of old. The whole need, team is old. Yeah, they Well, except for their... Vinicius and they're all old, but they let Sergio Reculon go to Tottenham yeah, for yeah. like nothing. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that, thanks, dog. Um, no, but they do need striking play. They have all the pieces in place. They just need good striking play. I don't know how they're going to get it. I mean, they got to force Vinicius to play better. Okay, get him the ball more. Get him more opportunities to score. I mean, my boy Z Z should be able to figure out a little bit better. I mean, he's a world-class manager. He should be able to figure out how to get the ball to a developing young star. I guess we're going to see if he's a world-class manager. Also... Because in all reality... We're forgetting that... He this had, like, one of the greatest teams of all time and maybe the greatest player of all time to ride the coattails yeah. to Champions League titles. Yeah. Maybe we'll actually see if he's a good manager. Yeah, this is this would be a good year to like, prove Like, this it. would be, like actually proving it because like yeah winnings champions league is a big deal but when you have ronaldo and benzema and ramos and bale like teams and, that have been there yeah. it's like eh, okay well you had like a really really stacked mm-hmm. team right right so it's like the golden state warriors of the last five years in the nba yeah, is, is steve kerr actually that good of a coach or is just the no warriors one knows just amazing no one knows it's like brady and belichick so so far real madrid doesn't look very good right it's, it's early I mean, I mean it's it's very early no one's yeah. panicking at least and, i don't think A win and a draw is nothing to shy away from, but I don't think anybody's panicking about the situation. But anyway, so that's that's La Liga for you, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. We'll talk a little bit of German soccer and what a crazy weekend in the Bundesliga. Crazy. There's violence in the street. 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 (laughs) All right, and we're back. So we got some Bundesliga talk now. That's Germany, for those of you who aren't aware. I mean, you should be aware it's Bundesliga. I mean, you should be aware, mostly because, well, Bayern Munich won the Champions League and every other trophy imaginable last year, so... Mm. And a Ballon d'Or. Oh, wait. Yeah, we won't talk about that. It's messed up. So Bayern is supposed to be... I mean, they're favored to win. They're the overwhelming They're favored to win everything. Choice. Yeah, they, they're the best team in world soccer right now. Yeah, it's not or even close Um. So what the hell? Um. Yeah. So they played Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim fifth or sixth in the table last year. They they qualified for Europa League. So again, not like an awful team. They were sixth. That's right. Leverkusen fifth. No, they were bad. Um. Not terrible. At the same time, you would think Bayern would handle that, but no. Bayern lost uh, not by one goal. But three, not by two goals. It was four to one Hoffenheim, but three goal loss. I'm not sure why. I mean, I kind of get why. Like they were playing a high line, and mm-hmm. Hoffenheim was like, "Ha!" Hoffenheim was pressing them and making advantage or taking advantage of stupid situations. Dude, it was weird. I've never seen Bayern like that exposed. I mean, Alfonso Davies made a mistake scoring an own goal, but it wasn't like. He was trying to clear a ball that was going in and he just It was going in regardless so he, he just to tried to get to it try out to fix it out yeah. It's weird though cuz Byron's played like that really ever since Hansi Flick took over during last campaign and they've never been exposed like that. Right, they just looked complete they looked like they didn't know how to stop anything and they were I mean they were forcing errors, complete errors. It was they've got very the best weird. striker in the world right now and he didn't even touch the ball really. I mean he didn't come on till almost the hour mark but But still, I mean, that's plenty of time to go in and do something. It was weird. It's definitely, like, an anomaly. I don't think Bayern's going to play like that too many times. Yeah, I mean, they did just beat the crap out of Schalke. Though they opened the Bundesliga season with an 8-0 win over Schalke. They won the UEFA Super Cup over Sevilla. Obviously, they just won the Champions League. That was, what, a month and a half ago? Yeah, I mean, they they know how to play good football. They're fine. They're fine, but... Even if they lost 10, lo- 10 games, I still think they'd win Bundesliga. Um, so, actually, interesting about that. Hoffenheim has actually won four out of six against Bayern in in the league at home. So. Yeah, that's nuts. I didn't know that, and I thought it was like an anomaly that they lost to Hoffenheim at all, but apparently. Maybe Hoffenheim's got their number. Yeah, apparently not really. So, unfortunately for Bayern, that loss ends a 23-game win streak. That's yeah. the... That's a record, record for yeah. a top five European league squad. So it was really fun good. while it lasted. Not not just an unbeaten streak. It was undefeated. undefeated. Yeah. They didn't so all win. Yeah. Twenty three games. They won every game. No draws. No draws. They didn't draw once in Champions League, which very impressive. They won every game in Champions League. The last time they lost was February wait. Yeah, it was like February ninth or something like that. I can't remember. I remember the last time they didn't win was like January and it was a draw. Yeah. So, I mean, easily the best team in the world. I'm not too concerned about one game. It's only the second game of the season. Well, what about the second best team? Plus, they ever. already won a trophy, so, I mean. <laughs> right, right, right. And they have the uh, DFL Super Cup, the German Super Cup, against Dortmund on Wednesday. Speaking of Dortmund, what happened? Yeah, Dortmund lost. What happened to them? Their, I think their loss was worse than the Bayern-Hoffenheim game. Let's see. Dortmund lost two check notes. Augsburg. Yeah, I mean, hold up. I mean, Augsburg currently is sitting on top of the table. I, okay, well, no. <laughs> no. They're they are, second. They're in second in the table, tied for first. I, I think they just got promoted, no? okay, no idea. They finished 15th out of 18 last year in the Bundesliga. Hey, that's top 15. So... Couldn't tell you how that happened. Um, did Dortmund's really... supposed to be the unanimous favorite. I mean, if there's a Real Madrid and Barcelona in... Dortmund's supposed to be yeah. your perennial second place. Yeah, it's the same kind of energy with Bayern and Dortmund. It's supposed to be yeah, Dortmund or Bayern wins and Dortmund comes in second and maybe Leverkusen and Mönchengladbach can fight for third. Yeah, or yeah, it's maybe Schalke or or not Werder Bremen, Wolfsburg. Um so that is weird as well. So 2-0 loss to Augsburg again beginning of the year. But is that a weird loss for Dortmund? Yes. Is it weird that both the top two, supposed top two teams lost on the same yeah. weekend? Uh-huh. Is Hoffenheim for real? No. No. See I mean, how they, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much all we got to say about Bundesliga. See how they do in Europa League, maybe. It's crazy that they lost, but, I mean, it's not going to change. Anything. It's only the second game of the year. No one's panicking. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just like, oh, that was weird. Yeah, most people probably didn't even notice. The Dortmund thing, like... They they do that way more often than Bayern. Yeah, so. Dortmund is... Dortmund's I mean, like, oh, And Bayern's like, eh, whatever. Eh, it's fine. Dortmund's like, okay. Do we have a problem? No. Yeah, so I don't think it's a big deal with... No. Bundesliga going on, but it, it was a weird weekend. Just chalk it up to a weird, strange Odd. weekend. Duh. We'll move on to Serie A. Yeah. Just quick Serie A. We don't watch a whole lot of that. Not gonna lie. Get ready? Three, two, one. aroma. Roma. <laughs> Yeah, so Roma's full of idiots. They drew in their season opener with Hellas Verona. Don't know who that is. They're well, from they're from Italy. I know who they are, sort of, but not really. <laughs> I couldn't tell you a player on that. Um so it was a nil nil draw, so obviously Roma would get a point. Verona would get a point in the standings to open the year. And that was it. Which first off, that's bad enough for Roma that it was nil nil with Hellas Verona. Well, it got worse. Because they were dumb enough to Field an ineligible player, and well, that cost them. They got disqualified. Yeah, they got caught by the Italian FA, and they're like, "Well, your game, your your point is now zero, and your draw is now a 3 0 loss, and all three points go to Hellas Verona." Yeah, so that's awkward. So go Roma. So and then the, and then they played Juve and they drew again. So way to go on the draws, except the first one didn't count. Right, they had all eligible players. They'd probably but... kill for that one point right now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but now they have one point in two games, so... Sucks to be Roma. Sucks to be Roma. And Juve not looking amazing, I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. I mean, last year, though, like that was the closest they've been to being caught like from right. behind in Serie A. it was uh Inter Milan or Inter yeah sorry Inter surged from behind 82 points for Inter they they played really well in the second half of the year and then they even got to final of Europa League and that final was good against Sevilla Yeah it was a, it, Inter's a good team Yeah Inter's is good Antonio Conte is a good manager they have Lukaku that guy scored like man's a beast Yeah he scored over 30 goals last year in all competitions like 35 or 36 So he was great especially in Europa League uh, but you know who the best, absolute best, in all of Italy is? Mm. Zlatan Ibrahimović. Yep. Zlatan scored a brace racing Milan in their opener. So, this thing was Zlatan. We have this thing with Zlatan. We love Zlatan. So, in Flys high school. Back to 2016. High school, we used to play FIFA 16 instead of going to school. Fair. In class, like, or we'd come home during lunch and just not go back during the day because we'd just play FIFA all day. For whatever reason, we decided to play Lyon and PSG like every day. No, now to be fair, this is my introduction to world soccer. I wasn't really big on it before then. And yeah, for whatever reason, we chose League One teams, which we don't even talk about League One, so that's kind of weird how that and, worked out. But yeah, we quickly realized it's garbage because Zlatan left. Yep. Zlatan, Destroyed. whenever the announcer would announce his name, he'd go Zlatan Ibrahimovic. That's because we played the game with yeah. French commentary. Yep, and now we'd scream all the time. So. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And we actually got to see him play. Yeah, so then, after his PSG and Man United tenure, he came over and played an MLS with the LA Galaxy. We went and saw him play. And, and fans were chanting not nice things. Yeah, they changed his last name. But he scored. That oh, was so awesome. I was, was I irritated RSL lost? Yeah. Was I happy I got to see Zlatan score? Yep. Yeah. Especially since, like... A couple months later he was out of mls so yeah i mean and now everybody assumed oh he's going back to ac milan it's just it's a gonna pr be like a, stunt a pr thing or get money no he's he scored a brace and milan is i mean there's 17 matches unbeaten yep in all competitions they're in the same position tottenham is they have a europa league uh playoff game to get into the group stage i like their chances yeah they're looking good i mean the man is he 38 he's 38 yeah you know i mean he's just playing in Serie A, and you know I mean, in world football, we had a 17-year-old score this week. he yeah, scored twice. And Zlatan, a 38-year-old, scored twice. I mean, wow. The longevity. Aging like a fine wine. Like Ronaldo. So, that's all we got to say about Serie A, pretty much, because that's the league we follow the least other than League 1. And we have no shame. Because those are the two worst leagues in Europe. Oh, I mean, top five. Uh, two, the two top five. <laughs> There's five top leagues in Europe. They're the two worst leagues of that. Right. Yeah, you good there? Good? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like the way I said that. For the audience that like... can't see this, Spencer's eyes rolled back into his head, trying to figure out what he was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking two worst teams, two worst leagues in Europe. Now that's probably like Faroe Islands and like Andorra or something. Yeah, or, yeah, something. Yeah, different. I don't know. But so that's it for Serie A, Bundesliga. We've covered all our bases with the top five leagues early in the season. So in a moment, we'll be back and we'll talk about our predictions for the top four finishers who qualify for Champions League in all the leagues. So we'll be back in just a sec. All right, guys. So now that we've broken down the crazy – I mean, this has been – Kind of longer because, holy cow, a lot has happened. In and, the we've yeah, and we've never done not this either. Yeah, we've never done not with this topic and this mm-hmm. kind of so broad but range. We did want to make something clear. We are very opinionated on who's going to finish top four. Ye. So league by league, we're going to break down our top four for each team. Okay. Yep. And we're going to start with League I have PSG finishing first. What do you have? I have PSG finishing first and not caring about the rest. Yep, yeah, that's it. PSG one through four. I mean I, I don't know. I could not tell you who will finish in top four, even if I tried. Yeah, Marseille, nice, L'Ox Leon, and Montpellier. Yeah, Staderronier. No one knows. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares because they'll finish five <laughs> miles behind PSG anyways. Alright. Syria. So we kinda just blew off Lee Gun again. Yeah, Another yeah. example of us just kind of skirting them aside, pretending they don't exist because they, they don't. really don't. They don't. When uh, PSG wins all four of your domestic trophies every year for the past ten years, no one cares. Yep. That's when you all have there one is Champions it. League and it's from your third-rate team, 1993 Olympic Marseille. Yeah. Random fact. So Serie ah, uh, I am finishing first. Juve. I I just don't want to bet against Ronaldo. I can't. I can't bet against Ronaldo. So you you have Juve winning ten straight titles. Yeah, that's a lot. And they also added Alvaro Morata. I mean, I'd be okay if they won because uh, U.S. international Weston McKinney is on Juventus now. Right, and he's playing well. Yeah, he made his debut in their Serie A opener, so I'd be down for him to get a Serie A winner's medal. But Right. So I got oh. Juve, Napoli probably right on their heels. I mean, Napoli's looking good this year. Um, Inter coming in third, and then AC Milan upsetting everybody coming in fourth because Latan. So I have Inter after their... Um, solid end of last season, and they're running the Europa League. Uh, I have them finishing second. Antonio Conte, or first, sorry, Antonio Conte. They're going to take him over. Uh, I think Juve looked really just kind of weak last year, and it was they just kind of finished first, like barely by a point. I think eighty three to 82. Yeah, so. 84, 82, I think. I think it was 83. 83? Yeesh, yeah, close. Yeah, it was eighty three. So, I mean. Close, closer than they've been in the last nine times they've won the league. So, I think this is the year that Inter can do it, overtake, and that means I have Juve second, Lazio in third, and AC Milan in fourth. Because Latan. man, just because they've been good in the last while. Because Latan. So, all right, Bundesliga. Yeah, Bayern. I have Bayern in first, second, third, and fourth. I have Bayern for nine in a row. Is that nine. Uh, probably. Yeah, that would be nine Bundesliga titles in a row. You see the problem here? Bundesliga is one team. League 1 is one team. Serie A usually is one team. But this year they're going to have La Liga like three is teams. three teams. And then Premier League is just kind of all over the place. Right, right. I like it. I mean, what's happening? It's a lot more entertaining that way. Yeah. A, I don't really know for sure who will win the league. I can think, think it's Liverpool. But I don't know. They played pretty poorly down the stretch last year. I'm just... And Man City right, looks very right. vulnerable. And Leicester's 3-0. and And Everton's 3-0. So, I'm just saying. Premier League. So, for Bundesliga, I have Bayern 1, Dortmund 2. That's how it's been, I swear, for the last 20 years. Uh, Red Bull Leipzig 3 after their semifinal run to the Champions League. Through both of our teams. And then Leverkusen in 4th. Cool. I have Bayern winning 1st through 4th. And then La Liga, I have Real Madrid winning the league again. Shocker there. Wow. I have Barca finishing second. Again. Crazy. I have Atleti finishing third. (laughs) Again. And I have Sevilla finishing fourth. Again. Man, that's nuts. I mean. Um, Just to be clear, that's the same exact order that they finished in last year. and Probably the year before that. So, Real Madrid won the league. Sevilla won Europa League. And qualified for Champions League, so that's cool. Barca got slapped in Champions League. Atleti lost a close one in Champions League. I mean, La Liga is super predictable. And very good. You can pretty much guess the top four every year. Yeah. And sometimes that fourth team will change from, like, Sevilla to Valencia to... Yeah, Sociedad. Yeah, I guess. But, like, you can always guess the top three. Yeah, for sure. You for just sure. interchange one and two between Real Madrid and Barca, and third is always that Or, or, <laughs> or, here's my top four. I've got Real Madrid. Okay, whatever, fine. Atletico Madrid coming in second. I think they look hot as fire, and I want to believe that this is their year that they can get second or first. In one game, yeah. But I don't want to set my hopes too You're high. You're judging it all off of one game. One game, man. That's all I needed to see. I mean, they scored more more in that one game than Tottenham has in 12. It's not actually true. It's just a joke. No, it's not. We've played way more games than them, too. Who cares? Anyways. Me. I've got Real Madrid, Atletico, Barca, Sevilla, and I know we're just doing top four, but Real Betis might lock down that fifth spot. Who knows? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know who could finish fifth. Nor do I care. All Uh, right. The big one. Premier League. The Prem. Liverpool's going to win the title again. Yeah. Man City's going to finish second again. Well, league is so predictable. Uh. I got Leicester finishing third. Suck it. Yeah, Leicester. Yeah, they're three and zero. They look good. I mean, they were third, second, third in the league last year, and then the restart happened, and whoa, it went downhill fast. And then they were top four until the last day of the season, and finished in fifth to qualify for Europa League, which like before the season would have been like, oh sweet Europa League, because it's Leicester. But then at the same time, it was like, oh, we were in second for like so most of the close. year and yeah. third most of the year, and then it just kind of fell apart. So I got them getting into Champions League this year. I got Tottenham finishing fourth. Yeah, so I go. I hate it, Arsenal. Um, yeah. I just don't know yet about Chelsea and Man United. Have not been impressive. Like Tottenham hasn't been either. But, but VAR has been playing very good. Yeah. Premier League VAR, man. I don't know. Things messed up. Yeah, I got Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, and Leicester. Really hoping that Schmeichel can lead Leicester to fourth. Schmeichel, Schmeichel. Yeah. So yeah, those are our top fours. We will post those in an article somewhere so that if you want to refer back to them and laugh at us for being lame, I mean, then you can. Yeah, but they're they're going to be right. Mine are at least. I mean, at least our uh, La Liga ones will be pretty much accurate. Hey, And I guarantee you PSG wins the title. Oh, that too. And Bayern. If yeah. I made a million dollars this year, I'd put a million and 20 on PSG. It, and, you and you would get nothing title. back because they're like... Yeah, the... I'd, I'd get a million dollars and 21 cents back. <laughs> so bad. Anyways, so that's our top four. Um, so I'm a Tottenham fan, and we came up with this segment idea called Jose's Doghouse because... We have the best and most colorful manager in the entire sport. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He I, I mean, fantastic. Watch that Amazon has, documentary, yeah. uh, All or Nothing Tottenham Hotspur, and you'll just be like, this guy's great. And then you watch his press conferences, and you're like, this guy's great. Like, I have no passion Hilarious. for Tottenham, but I love Jose Mourinho because he is funny, confident, and actually a really good manager. And arrogant, and it's great. And he chews people out. So who's in Jose's doghouse this week? Oh, who Jose's doghouse. It's always changing. Well... Well at least one of those is. Deli Alley. He's still in there. We watched that talk- Tottenham documentary. He was calling Deli Alley freaking lazy with not freaking. With other words bleeping lazy. And I mean Delhi can't get in the side and then he finally gets chosen for the Europa League game and he was horrendous. In the first half, and then he got subbed off, and I'm like, yep, that's fair. So he's in the doghouse. Who else is in the doghouse? He's still in the doghouse, and everyone's like, oh, he's got to find a way to Tottenham. I'm like, how about just don't not be lazy and just play good? That would fix your whole problem. It's going to be hard to find a way out of a spot, you know, that uh, thinks you're lazy, and every other team is going to be like, oh, he's lazy. So he in the doghouse. Um, VAR is in the doghouse. I feel like that's for probably half the Premier League, and then the other half loves VAR, so... Um. after that poor penalty decision for Eric Dyer in added time. Yeah. For I, Man U's comeback. I mean, myth. I think VAR has been in, or VAR, whatever you want to call it, has been in Jose's doghouse since it was invented. Since before it was invented. Jose so, so knew what was coming, and he said, man, these guys are going in the doghouse. It's awful. Right. So, also the English FA, because uh, he was asked post-game to comment about the interesting VAR situation. And he said, I'd rather give my money to a charity than the F.A., so I'm not going to make any comments. Yeah, because F.A. will fine you. Yeah, the English they F.A. They need conformity. Yep. He's like, I don't want to be fined. I'd rather give my money to charity and not the F.A. I'm like, you're funny. Is right. great. Is another one of those, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Who else is in the doghouse? Ah, goalposts. Why are the goalposts in the doghouse? Well, this week they played a team from North Macedonia – in a Europa League third qualifying round. Exciting. And I have no idea how to say their name, so I'm not even going to try. Fair. Um, they won 3-1 to one to advance to the playoff round. Uh, But pregame, there was an interesting situation where the goalies came to Jose and said, These goalposts are too short. Which, when you think about it, is like, how would they know that? But then you're like, oh, they spend literally their entire life inside like a goalpost area, like inside the six yard box. So they would definitely know. And they went out there and they measured, and sure enough, they were five centimeters short. And and Jose knew that he went and he put his hand up against the pole. Posted and he's it on like, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. These, these are these are too short. Yep. So they went and got the UEFA like official and. Measured the goalposts and five centimeters short. I mean, that's a huge difference. That's I like mean, two and a half inches. Maybe. It's crazy it's like that you would even notice that. We would never inches. notice that. No, we would never notice that. But professional goalies would. Right, especially five centimeters. I mean, that's like saying this rim is like five centimeters too high. I just think that's super cool that they would even notice that. Yeah, it's really cool. So goalposts, they got them changed, and then they won. So maybe yeah. not in the doghouse. Maybe not the doghouse, but I mean. This is kind of random and funny. They're under scrutiny, that's for sure. So as you can tell, Jose's very fun. Amazon documentary, hates VAR, hates makes var, funny comments, hates everything, makes and funny comments, measures the goalposts. Yeah. And you know what? He would be the first one to notice something like that. Absolutely. So, um, and then another segment that we decided to come up with, and we, we'll split these up better as we go. This is just like our first run through. So, we have top of the table and relegation zone. So, top of the table is like our best... Yeah, best of the week. Best, best of, of the whatever week. time period we're covering. Yeah, best of the week or whatever time period. Doesn't matter the league or whatever. It's just who was at the top this week. Right. who who did great. And, and then the relegation zone... Or as Tyson would call it, the regulation zone. Yeah, hey, I struggle. Yeah, he does not. He did not know what relegation. I, I was. I couldn't <laughs> understand it. I couldn't understand. I could wrap my mind around it but. from a an, an NBA and NFL. Has it even point been a years. year since you knew what relegation was? Yeah, it's been a year. I just <laughs> didn't know quite how. It, I I knew what it was, but I didn't know like the specifics behind like how many teams got relegated and how many teams got promoted. But you know what? Now I know. Yeah. So. So shut up. <laughs> I'm going to bring up my mistakes in front of the audience. I mean, six so people are going to hear this, man. So that's worst of the week, like the teams that are going to get relegated or just the random things that were just not good. So best of the week. Ansu Fati. Ansu Fati. I mean, race as a 17-year-old goes without saying. Even though Messi stole his hat trick. Nah. Which is Disgusting. next. next part? Next part, Vardy. Jamie Vardy with his hat trick. He's a vulture. He preyed on the weak Man City. I mean, he just went in for the kill and three goals. I mean, yeah, two of them are penalties that he earned, but like he... Lester was great. What do you want him to do? Lester was great, was causing all sorts of problems for Man City. Schmeichel. So, Lester's tied for the top of the table with Everton. It's only three games in, but they look great. Mm. Atletico, they're only one game in, but I just swear they won the Champions League. Luis Suarez looked... Phenomenal! If he can provide that kind of energy off the bench, I mean, two goals in seventy minutes and an assist—what? Yeah, That'd that's a be... pretty good debut for playing. Well, what did he end up playing? Twenty-four minutes, Cause yeah, like, like twenty-four three minutes, or four yeah. minutes of extra time. Yeah, and he scored in like the ninety and third. Yeah, I mean, not a, not a bad debut for a guy who cheated his Italian citizenship test just like a week and a half ago. Hey, shush! <laughs> he was supposed <laughs> to play for supposed to play for Juve, but you know, who cares? <laughs> and then right. the relegation zone—the worst of the week. Far. Yeah, we wish we could relegate VAR. Yep. The Tottenham situation, the Brighton-Man United situation, choosing a penalty after the final whistle had been blown. just Horrible. Just get rid of that. Just get rid of it. Next, West Brom. Maybe also Chelsea. We're not sure on how to feel about like uh, that, but yeah. at least West Brom. We'll just say West Brom and Chelsea because West Brom blew a 3-0 lead. Uh, Chelsea should have never been down 3-0 in the first place. Yeah. So how about that? The Wolves oh, and Man geez. City. So Man City got slaughtered. We already mentioned that, so problematic. Uh, Wolves, who finished seventh last year and made a run to the Europa. team, yeah. yeah, they were they were a solid team and they made a run to the Europa League quarterfinals. Uh, they got smacked. Yeah, they they got slapped by West Ham. West Ham, yeah. who was like, hold up, I think they were like 14th last year, which is terrible because like they were supposed to be good after they finished like eighth. Right, right. But it, they're, they're not a good team by anybody. I mean, eighth even isn't. So uh, right now, even, they're 11th. That was their first win of the season. Right. And right. it was 4-0 over a team that made the quarterfinals of the Europa League. 4-0 slapping of Wolves. I mean, Wolves are in 16th. I don't know. Bad. Bad. Relegated. But last year, um, I mean, what? Let's see what spot here they were in last year. I mean. Probably low. What the heck? No. Wrong season. Where are we at here? I don't see him. Oh, 16th. <laughs> 16th. Yeah, 39 points. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. point being, bad loss. Really bad loss. Getting getting uh, 4 nothing. Yeah. Ugh. Like, you should be at least able to score. It was real bad. So, uh, another relegation. Bayern, garbage. Dortmund, worse. Bad. Uh, just the Bundesliga as a whole. Bundesliga as a whole could be relegated. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, because even, like, the Leipzig-Leverkusen was a nil-nil draw, so. And, as always, Ligun can also be relegated. Yep, because we don't care, and we just know who's going to win the title, so you might as well just skip forward the next right. few months. And, finally, we have Roma putting the ineligible player in. in a draw. And costing themselves a draw. At a and point in the table way to go, Roma. I mean, it's just the it is it is so it's just first rate stupid, but I mean they come out the gates and get two draws. I mean, I'm sure they're not happy about that first off, and then they're like, oh, whoa, oh, no, we're yeah, taking no, the one point player. away from you that you earned out of two, yeah, so now they they're they're yeah. hopeless, they're gone forever, they're relegated that's Bye. that's kind of rough for them, but so. Yep, that's our first version of uh, red card. It was a little long, but we're just kind of working out the kinks, running through mm-hmm. this. You know, we're and there's a lot to talk about this year, this week. I mean, there holy was cow, there was, a, there lot was of a lot of stuff, weird results, and interesting facts, and weird things that happen. So, yep, you know, we'll so, get better as we go. But I mean, if you've made it this far listening, I mean, just go ahead you. and ask me for five dollars, and I'll give it to you, man. Yep, I and mean, this you is 10. like the hidden thing in the terms and conditions. Just come talk to me, and I'll give you five dollars. I might give you ten. Yeah, I mean holy cow. Like you should we'll shout you out if you tell us. Like next time we'll just let the entire world let you know that yeah, that you finished this podcast. Yeah. Fifty four minutes, so congrats. Oh, quick note. RSL Drew Zero Zero with Minnesota. Relegated. Uh that means they are eighth in the table. Whoa. Which eight teams make the playoffs in the West. So yay. Anyways. I'm so excited. That's the end of that. RSL sucks. And right, thank you so much, everybody. Yep. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Signing off.